Section 12 of The Rover, Volume 1, Number 18. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Rover, Volume 1, Number 18 edited by seba smith and lawrence labrie section twelve our table the rover we see by the papers that mr and mrs seba smith are to be the editors of this weekly magazine of course with such able navigators the rover must make pleasant voyages but as she has never come athwart our house we cannot say what manner of craft she is if captain smith will come within hail we will report him top your boom for down east if you please portland transcript schooner transcript ahoy ah captain isley is that you glad to have a chance to speak ye all's well aboard i hope i used to come in your wake sometimes you know when i was sailing in another craft but i've been ashore so long i didn't know as i should hardly know ye if i fell in with ye but it wasn't so i knew the cut of your jib the moment you came in sight your crafts held her own remarkably well these stormy times i don't see but she looks as trim and bright as she did the day she was first launched and that is extraordinary good luck considerin how many have gone to the bottom in the same time and how many have burst their bilers and how many have been sucked out of their tracks by undercurrents till they were smashed upon the rocks and how many are still shiverin in the wind by the way captain let me correct a little bit of a mistake that you've been led into by some of the papers that reported my taking charge of the rover mrs seba smith isn't one of the editors as you may see by looking at the regular ship's papers but still it is true that lady accompanies us on the vige for having already been with me on so long a cruise acting generally as chief mate and keepin watch and watch with me all kinds of weather fair and foul i couldn't have the heart to leave her behind when starting on a new vige could i you know how tis captain one is apt to get attached to a mate that's been with em a good while and aids to discharge em though sometimes it is true they would kick em ashore and glad of the chance the first port they come into but since the papers made some mistake about the terms of this lady's shipping i may as well state in what capacity she goes this cruise she doesn't go as chief mate nor steward nor bottle washer and she don't go before the mast but the fact is she goes as a sort of a passenger she goes for the pleasure of the vige but she works her passage as patty did on the canal boat who paid his fare by walking on the side track and leading the horse and declared at the same time you know that if it wasn't for the name of it he would about as leaves go afoot howsomever i don't intend she shall make so much of a toil of the pleasure as patty did but just pull and haul the light sails a little merely for amusement when she feels inclined to 
although she won't work as a regular hand i've no doubt she will make herself handy aboard and sometimes perhaps help me write up the log i find the crew are pleased and work the better for having her aboard for she has a kind of a winning way at telling stories that they like very much to hear and when the sails are set and everything is hauled taut and we are under easy way before a clever breeze they'll gather round her and sit by the hour and listen to the pleasant yarns she'll reel off just as easy as i can reel up the log line and then if i get tired with the toils of the day or fevered about the weather or perplexed with the crew if i can only see her morning noon and night standing in the companion way and looking kindly upon me why cap'n i tell ye what tis it gives me heart again and makes things look brighter but i see i'm getting out of speaking distance a pleasant cruise to ye good-bye cap'n end of section twelve